another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to the Dark Crystal. Minute. And begin all the same big change. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. And now once more the world must undergo a time of testing. It is time, time to return to the castle. There is much to be learned, and you have no time. Hello and welcome to the Dark Crystal Minute. I'm your host, Phil. And I'm Sydney. And on this episode of the Dark Crystal Minute, um, as always, every episode we talk about every minute of the Dark Crystal. And so this is uh, Minute 38. So for those of you playing at home, um, we are looking... um, We'll be discussing everything that happens between um, 37 to 38 minutes of the Dark Crystal. Um, So overall... um, pretty straightforward uh moment you know because we had that dream fasting well that that's all ended and you know jen was raised up um by the nebri through kira's voice um so there was a lot happening in (laughs) in those previous minutes but this one's a bit more straightforward um so of course you know we get um really this scene to sort of you know kira that jen is introduced to the nebri um and also to kira's name and also fizz gig um and then and then from there they sort of leave the swamp um so um so it's a it's a it's a nice you know bit of a quiet down of a scene but it's still you know there's still a few fun moments um yeah we'll say yeah well especially since you know this is jen and kira sort of getting to know each other for the first time outside of their dream fast like imagine that moment like if you met somebody for the first time and at the instant you meet them you get this movie playing in your head of their entire life and they get a movie in their head of your entire life and then you come back to reality and you're like oh i guess i know everything yeah, about but... you now <laughs> like yeah, no, in, a, yeah. in a moment in the span of a second and then you come back to reality and have to just like okay well hi uh my name is Sydney, and they're like, "Yeah, I know. I literally just saw you live your whole life in front of me." <laughs> so uh, that's essentially what's what's going on here. He's like, "You know, you're you're Kira. Your name is Kira." Um, did they just shared their whole lives together, and he didn't even know. That's the other thing. Like, Jen didn't even know that he could dream fast. This was him learning. Like, what he has no idea what the heck just happened. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was like, yeah, that was his first time. And um, yeah, and it's, again, it, you know, it is still interesting. I know we might've talked this in previous minutes um, about how Kira learned how to dream fast. And I, again, I think that's still, that's, that's, I think that's a story that they, that could be left open for, um, you know, if, if the Henson, Jim Henson company, if they ever sort of delve into, you know. Yeah. Uh, that, that sort of story thread about how she learned, you know, so that, that, almost like a prequel to Dark Crystal, but of Kira's point of view um, and just getting to know some of those questions of, you know, how she got, how she learned how to dream fast or how she got introduced to Fizz Gig and talk to the animals, you know, learning all that kind of stuff with, with the podlings. So it is one of those things. Um, and, and especially with Jen, I think, you know, I know we sort of actually had that Jen story um, with the Dark Crystal tales, I think. Um, there was that little short story between him and the mystic 
and um, about a pond and I think ripples throughout life and um, yeah, it, it's actually been a long time. I'm like, a, a, you know, thinking about it, I'm like, actually, well, I probably need to revisit that book actually because yeah. that, that was a nice story. Um, That's one of the ones I one. still need for my collection, but I um, oh, do. But it's yeah, it's it's so cute. I I feel like we should have had yes. a Kira one, um, like a little snippet of of Kira's upbringing with with the podlings, like a podling yeah. tale. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was no. I don't think that was because there was one about the Gotham and there was one about oh no no because i remember now because it was about a bird and there was this bird that kept coming into all these different like stories so yeah but i mean yeah i know it's one of those things it's actually been a while since i've um since i've read it so i'm like yeah i really need to get back into um reading um you know those expanded universe things it gives us a little bit of insight into their backstory but it's still like kira there's so much mystery there because for the most part jen tells us in in the dream fast like all the the general scope of everything he learns from the mystics and kira i mean she tells us they taught me how to speak with every living thing but like we don't see a lot of detail as to like why does she know so much more about herself as a gelfling than jen does like the fact that she knows what dream fasting is is a huge one um and why does she know how to speak the common tongue which we talked about before like obviously jen knows because the mystics speak it um but the but the podlings have their own language and why would they first of all you know be teaching kira how to speak gelfling unless they thought it, there was a chance that she might meet another gelfling someday but also furthermore like the fact that they taught her dream fasting it's like which is such an intimate part of gelfling culture um which i've theorized before like i think that kind of makes sense why the mystics wouldn't teach that to jen because they i could see them feeling like that's not our place you know that's a something that is not not inherent or intimate to us as mystics yeah, so it's like learn for yourself so yeah, yeah so like it wouldn't experience it for yourself yes. yeah they yeah. might have thought it was like it would be like disrespectful or like dishonorable for uh a non-gelfling to attempt to teach something that is so inherently exclusively gelfling um and very intimately so um so i definitely could see like from a religious like spiritual like the way that the mystics are they're so like gentle and peaceful and spiritual they could be like that's not our place to teach you that but the podlings i could see them being like you know you're a gelfling you should know that you do this and maybe you know we can't teach you about it properly but you should at least know about it in case you meet another gelfling but like who taught her how did they know like how did these podlings know that that was even a thing i know yeah yeah so there's just there's just so much um yeah potential of storytelling like with all these things so so in this moment she in this minute i should say kira tell jen's like what happened and she says we were dream fasted you and i yeah you and um, i yeah and you know that's essentially jen's first lesson in being a gelfling (laughs) from kira is like oh that's a thing i didn't know i could do and later on she continues to teach him about being a gelfling like later on when she uh, heard the infamous moment with the wings and he has no idea that he's like wait am i supposed to have wings like (laughs) (laughs) so he he knows so little about who he is from a 
from a biological standpoint, like what a what yes, it means yeah. to be a gelfling. It seems like yeah. Kira just has so much more knowledge about herself as a gelfling. Um, just like where did that yeah, come from? Why like does she know that? Only, yeah, it's like the only gelfling trait that he had was really reading gelfling. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's really interesting how how that. Yeah, I know it's so so many questions, questions, too many questions. Yep, infinitely, <laughs> uh, infinitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know. So, um, um, and of course, and then the the Nebri puppet as well. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Which is really yeah, they're, they're really awesome. Like the the Nebri, and of course, at the end of the minute, you see the baby, um, uh, the baby, the ne- baby Nebris. Yeah, yeah. They're when, so you know, Towards cute. the end of the scene. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. like little like they remind me of like uh, roly polies or like uh, like pill bugs. You know, I just some people. Oh, call right, them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're like the little. They look yeah. like little black pill. Some people call them pill bugs, but they're they're roly polies over here. Um, yeah. They roll up into little balls when they get freaked out. That's kind of what I think nebries look like, the, especially the baby ones. Ah, like uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I was shape. just looking at them up on um, Wikipedia um, just now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I could definitely see the. The resemblance there yeah um, but they're also like yeah. i like that they're the little baby ones i think they're just typical like hand in in a hole puppets right they're just like a little i would um, think so yeah they yeah. just look like little hand in a hole um very simple and then the the big mama nebri of course is i also i think it's cool how like the puppets are sturdy enough to get all covered in mud you know although i do have to wonder i that's probably not actually mud. It's probably something they made, like to to resemble mud, to like that would that they knew would work on the surface of the puppets, or like that would be easy to clean. Or I don't know. I I have questions about that mud. Like, what is it made of? Because it kind of looks like pudding or gravy. Actually, it looks like turkey gravy. Yeah, <laughs> it does have more of a turkey gravy. Um, so to recap, vibes, yeah. the crystal, the dark crystal, looks <laughs> like a chicken tender, and chicken the tender. mud in the swamp looks like turkey gravy. For anyone keeping track of <laughs> Sydney's chubby observations of things looking and like maybe food. A, fu- a future cookbook kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah swamp mud gravy. Do it. Yep. Ne- yeah, you call absolutely. it nebri, roast nebri gravy if you wanted to get gross. Um, especially since we're we're gonna see a roast nebri pretty soon here, in the next minute. Yeah, that's officially absolutely. in the next minute, right? Like this, we're not there yet in this one. No, no, we're not there yet. Okay, no. but okay. we will be. Yeah, yeah, when we yeah. Um, get that little, you know, that transition yeah. over from what they are now, living to yeah, yeah. what they are, you know. But we know that it's not the these. <laughs> it's not these nebri that we see later. These ones are okay. Like I there's no not. way. I hope not. Like because no. it's no. like we're they're happening. These events are kind of happening concurrently. So concurrently, it seems yes, yeah. very unlikely that the nebri that we see being um, yeah. served unless, on a platter um, later on. Yeah, no, yeah. Unless if um like you know they're grabbing Olgra, you know the Gotham had Olgra and they're just like they went past by the swamp and it's like let's grab some nebri you know yeah let's just stop through the drive-thru on the way back to the castle yes <laughs> the drive-thru swamp pick up a couple of big macs they're nebris yeah. um yeah no i refuse to believe that it's these guys are safe no, and they live happily ever after and they grow up big and strong just like their mom um <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah especially because yeah. they have their you know they're friends with kira so they're they're fine kira's not gonna let anything happen to them <laughs> no, no not at all and i do i will say like in this minute the, there is like um a really 
interesting look that that Kira makes. I think it was like round thirty-seven, oh four. I I know she's probably trying to turn her head to you know, and her eyeline is probably meant to be to Jen, but it's just sort of a weird sort of you know she's as if she's looking at the at the audience. Oh um, yeah. At that point, yeah, yeah. I've always it was always one of those minutes. I'm just like you know, it's such an interesting. Yeah. But I I kind of feel like that that was probably you know you know. When, of course, you know, trying to shoot with puppets and yeah. you know, trying to get the right take. And I think, I reckon originally, I have a feeling that, you know, that her puppet was probably meant to turn more towards Jen, like with the eye line, you know, talking to him. Yeah. Um, but they, I, you know, I can understand, you know, that, that would be such probably challenging, especially like moving the puppet. You know, you're moving, yeah. like, Kira's moving a lot in the scene, you know, looking. Mm-hmm you know, to look back at Jan and look back at the Nebri, that sort of thing. Um, but I always thought that was sort of like a, yeah, out of all the, the, the minutes. Um, yeah, it's a very, just a very weird, weird kind of look, but you know, yeah. it's all good. It might've just know? been for it's the like, audience's yeah. benefit so we can see, get a better look at her, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I always thought, you know, yeah. So, um, but nah. But I mean, and I love like, I mean, the other thing I love about um, this scene, I'm just watching it again. I'm just like watching the, again, you know, you, you see like the neighbor, you know, just chomping on some grass, like in yeah. the background, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> during the scene, you know, again, it's like he could have just been, you know, very still or whatnot, but. Well, they're no. kind of like cows. Like if you had to mm. compare, yes, like yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah. they look bug like, but their behavior and sort of their role in the ecosystem is they're kind of like cows, um, which also makes sense as to why they w- might be served r- roasted, you know. <laughs> but yeah. um, but their behavior and the way they're the just kind of like yeah. livestock, <laughs> they're just kind of chilling, chewing on their grass. Yeah. They they even kind of like <laughs> have that they have they're very cow like energy. They're they are, yes, yeah. mud mud cattle. The cows of thra. <laughs> yeah. So and they're very docile and you know, since I, I do spend um a pretty decent amount of time on a ranch um, around cows, and there's definitely some similarities in their their dispositions. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you could just call one. Like if you were stuck in a mud and and there was a cow in there with you, he might not even notice you until you were like, "Hey, <laughs> come on!" <laughs> and then you're just kind of like, <laughs> "Here I am." <laughs> yeah. That's very nebly, nebry for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> and. A thing I love about this scene is, um, or this minute is, you know, you get to see Jen being introduced to Fizz Gig. And I just love how, like, you know, at the start, Jen's like, ah, and then, you know, Fizz Gig does his, like, growl. He's a Pomeranian. You know? Fizz Gig is yes. absolutely oh, yes. a Pomeranian. A, a Pomeranian. And, <laughs> yeah. And if you've ever seen a Pomeranian with, a like, that's bonded to their owner, like, oh my goodness, they're, like, they're so protective of the person who's purse they live in or <laughs> the person whose lap they live in and like if you try to come near them they will like, <laughs> like do not trust you until my person tells me it's okay like they're so like not trusting and yappity and will try to bite your hand off until their master is like hey it's okay <laughs> which is essentially yeah, yeah. what kira does here fizz gig <laughs> chill out dude it's I fine <laughs> no, 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 just chill chill you, you seem very strange to him and i will say like his line it, it does have like a bit of that Kermit the Frog vibes. It's like, you know, you seem very strange to him. He's like, well, 
you know, he, he seems pretty strange to me too. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a, uh, a Jim Henson, like his personality mm. is, that's very, I know, that's the thing. I, I thought there was a bit of, yeah, a bit of Jim in that line. Yeah. Um, they seem, you know, yeah. So yeah. A hundred percent. So cute. Yeah. Like, Hey, I'm, <laughs> he thinks I'm weird. <laughs> But yeah, but it's but exactly. it's wholesome. Like it's not an insult or anything. It's like it's so like just straightforward. Like yeah, he's pretty weird to me too. I get it. Yeah, like, well, he seems pretty strange to me. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> it's it is a very very Kermit slash Jim because Kermit the Frog mm. is really just like an in, an extension of Jim Henson's personality. So um, yes, exactly. Yeah, Kermit yeah. and Jim are the same. <laughs> so there's definitely no, no, a little no. bit in that of that in moments like this. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, then, of course, you know, at the end of the scene, you know, um, Kira's like, you know, here Skex is uh, watching always. Again, just sort of about this, a bit of backwards talk, you know, almost like Yoda. Um, you know, here Skex is uh, watching always, or always, are always watching. Um, so I thought, okay, that yeah. was interesting. Um, and also could contribute to the fact yeah. that she was, uh, she learned how to speak yeah, the speak, Gelfling yes. language by a podling or like you know technically this well, is not yeah, her exactly, first language yeah. this is her second language her no, first no, no. language is podling so she's you know she almost kind of um speaks like like when hup talks but obviously more more educated you know what i mean like i feel like if hup continued to pursue speaking the common tongue and speaking the gelfling language it would probably sound kind of similar to like how kira seems to speak it like it's it's the second language of somebody who primarily speaks podling. So I I do think that there are hints of the way that Kira speaks in the mannerisms of speech that they gave Hup later on in Age of Resistance, and I that can't be an accident. <laughs> I know, I know. We you, you, we still had the canon idea of you know. I think you you probably brought it up about how Hup probably was the one that looked after um, Kira at least to start off with. You know, or like. Or was like maybe the father and Yijiru was the mother, you know, sort of thing. So, who knows? Um, who knows? Exactly. Yeah. And and we again, you know, more content. Yeah, the, the, I know more content, more stories, more thra. Um, yeah. And of course, Imagine yeah, the a, end of the a little yeah. book. If we had like a storybook, like the one you were talking about with Jen and the Mystics, if we had one that was like Baby Kira and Uncle Hup, you know, teaching her little bits and pieces of things he learned. Um, from Gelfling culture. But, you know, at the same time, if that were the case, if it were Hup teaching her things, I think she would know even more than she does about, like, she would probably know who her mother is. You know, she would remember her mother's name. She would, um, because I imagine if Hup had an active role in raising Kira, he would be telling her about the things that happened in Age of Resistance and the things that he went through. Um, you know, especially if, if her mom is Deet or Brea, you know, uh, Hup would would be telling her stories about things like that. So I think it's definitely possible that um, that Hup had an influence in her life, but I can't imagine that it would have been so much because then she would, I think Kira would know a lot more, and a more context about the things that happened in Age of Resistance. But it would be great if there was some sort of a connection there um, because there's so many similar traits in their mannerisms and their behavior um, like how Hup, Hup's disposition and his behavior and his just inherent wholesome kindness. There's so much of that in Kira. And maybe that's just a podling thing and we're just seeing that, you know, Hup's the podling we know the best, but 
that those are traits that podlings just kind of all inherently have and so kira has them yeah and so yeah yeah got passed on to her yeah absolutely i know yeah need more of those stories just uh, you know fill in the void you know tying the gaps and of course you know we have to end it up and you know wrap up this show soon but uh yeah i mean i guess you know as we talked a little bit earlier like we yeah i love the end how it ends you know where not only you know you see the baby nebri raising up Mm -hmm. as well and you know little baby cows the the little baby cows yeah (laughs) no nurturing and yeah um loving one another so no it's 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 yeah very nice scene before we get into the next yeah uh minutes and um, takes it takes a little so, turn <laughs> it de- what, definitely does what yeah. happens to the cows after the farm <laughs> no yep yeah. yeah. there's your answer for the next um for the next minute of the dark yeah. crystal so um, yeah so I, yeah <laughs> all right so we'll have to wrap up for this episode of the dark crystal minute um again thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode of the dark crystal minute if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash dark crystal podcast Follow us on Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast and on Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone. <laughs>